Hey, everybody, and welcome to Breaking the Wall podcast. It's me, Brandon, and today, with this episode, we are launching into um, quite a series that I'm calling the Build It Yourself series. And, you know, I'm excited to jump into a bunch of different topics. Today is all about teaching tours, but I think this is an important topic to talk about, the whole idea of building yourself. It's one of my main messages as a career coach and a mentor. Um, but what I'm realizing through my own career is that the dancers who are doing the things that I want to be doing or doing the things that they really want to be doing is mainly because they either one, build it themselves or two, invite themselves to the table to be able to do those certain types of projects, whether that means building their own teaching tours or building their own shows, um, starting to choreograph more on different studios, different types of people. And through these episodes, I want to share how I built some of my own projects and then how you can do the same. Um, So like I said, today we're starting with teaching tours, and I think it's a really exciting topic as it is summer. Maybe we've been following a lot of friends who have been doing a lot of uh, in-person teaching. Maybe we they're going to one city this weekend, they're going to another city next weekend, or they've just been hopping around uh, week after week. And for me, that is something when I first graduated from college that really excited me. I wanted to be that teacher that's, you know, going and teaching in L.A. and then teaching in New York and then teaching in the middle of the United States and then going to Canada and then Italy. Like I wanted to do all these things. And I was fascinated with how people did them. I'm like, okay, I can teach. I know I have um, a good set of knowledge. I mean, I'm fresh out of college, but I you know, I have a degree, I have um, a unique voice that I'm still, you know, curating. But I didn't know really how it was happening until I realized that there's two reasons why people get to do what they do. Yeah. And in terms of teaching, one of the reasons was that it was people they already knew. So teachers that they had growing up or maybe the circuit they were in. So a lot of these dancers I was seeing grew up in worlds like New York City Dance Alliance or Jump Convention. These different like dance conventions. What's the other one? Like Artist Simply Human, Ash. Uh, There's so many different conventions. But the reason they're teaching at so many places is because they have that connection. So it's either the people that they already know or as I started finding myself who I who didn't have those connections, people were finding them. And that was either through Instagram or maybe they're from the same community. So when I was living in Chicago, a lot of the jobs I got, like different weekend teaching jobs or sub jobs, were because it was just word of mouth. It was just teachers saying, oh, if you need another guest teacher, Brandon's going to be great. And then putting my name out there or people finding my class on Instagram and seeing that and being like, oh, this is what we're looking for. This is the type of teacher we want. So for me, I wanted to be one of those dancers. I want to be one of those dancers that spent the year dancing in a company and then in the summers were just completely booked traveling all over the U.S. or all over the world teaching. Um, and my first big opportunity to, you know, experiment with building a teaching tour myself came in 2018 or I guess the winter of 2018, end of 2017. My friend Owen, he was living in New York and he was moving to L.A. and he asked me to drive with him. So a cross-country road trip at this time. I've talked about this in other episodes, but I did not have a lot of money. Um, But I thought if I go with him, I could teach along the way. 
right? I had this skill set. I said, great, I can reach out to a bunch of studios in the different cities we stop in. I can teach a guest class and make enough money to at least pay for the experience, pay for the trip. Um, But the problem was this was also right in the middle of winter. It was like end of December, early January. Uh, So I would not recommend this time to try a teaching tour, especially if you're going to different dance studios. I would I will tell you it's not a very uh, happening time for dance studios. This is usually when they take their breaks. And then summer is really when they're trying to uh, ramp up their, you know, guest teaching and, you know, workshops and all that kind of stuff. But I still want to walk you through how I did it because I was able to reproduce this idea later on for next summer and the summer after that. Uh, So the first thing is to understand that I built this thing from scratch, right? This was a road trip. So we had uh, a time frame. It was about two weeks to get across the country. We planned our destinations basically on what friends we had. I mean, we weren't staying in hotels. We were staying on friends' futons or their floors. If they had an air mattress, that was ideal, Um, so if you're going to do it this way, if you're going to build from scratch where no one's paying for you to come, you're just kind of showing up, make sure you're reaching out to people, you know, so we ended up staying in Pittsburgh with uh, some of Owen's friends, Cincinnati, Nashville, Uh, we had to go all the way to Louisiana from there. Um, I'm from Houston. So I was like, we could stay here. I am pretty confident about that. Um, then finally, Tucson, Las Vegas, and LA. And we chose these places, like I said, because we knew we had places to sleep. Um, from there, I did research on places that had studios. I was like, dance studio in Nashville. Google search for Cincinnati dance studios, Pittsburgh dance studios, all of that. And I probably sent out around like 50 to 60 emails, just cold emails with my real, um, my experience, just out to all these studios. And out of those 50 or 60, I probably got, actually, I know I got one response back and it was a no. It was from a studio in Nashville that was like, it's going to be a no for us, but let us know next time you're here. It's just not going to work out. Everyone else just did not reply. The people who did reply were the ones that I already knew. So my studio growing up in Houston responded. Um, I had a friend in Las Vegas who set up a class for me, right? Who put her own name on the line to, you know, make sure I had a place to teach. You know, people, studios especially, don't like to take a lot of risks on people they don't know. So unless you have a really well-known name in a certain community, like you were in So You Think You Can Dance, and that's what's kind of promoted you for so long at different dance studios... The best way to do it is to reach out to the people you know. So that is step one. If you are looking to build your own teaching tour from scratch, reach out to the people you know, and then reach out to the people you know that might know other people, right? Or that might be willing to set something up. A lot, And and when I say reach out to other people, I'm talking about your very best friends. I'm not reaching out to Steve from freshman year, who I haven't talked to in a year, but I know he lives in St. Louis. So I'm going to reach out to him and say, hey, will you do all this work to set something up for me? Um, That's It's just in bad taste, right? And most likely Steve is going to be like, no, I don't know you and I don't want to put my name on the line for for whatever you're trying to do, right? What do I get out of this? 
at least if it's a really, really good friend, they're going to know what the payoff is going to be for them or for, you know, the studio that they're connecting you with. So really stick with the people you know. The next thing I did for this particular teaching tour, I, you know, I made a flyer. I started promoting it like it was the biggest, biggest deal in the world. I called it uh, something really obnoxious, like winter 2018 U.S. teaching tour. And I made a flyer. I put all the cities on there, basically modeling it after these giant like conventions who do this every year. They like post, you know, the jump 2021 uh whatever it's called, tour season, and they put all the cities and the dates that are going to be there. Um, so this is what I did. And I got a lot of people who were like, oh, cool, like you're coming to my city. Like I'm going to, I want to see you or I want to take your class. Where are you teaching? So it was really good intel to be like, oh, I'm getting a lot of good feedback from this town. And, you know, I actually just put all the names of the cities where I was going, not necessarily teaching, um, and that was in the hopes that someone would be like, oh, you're coming. Let, let me set something up at your studio. But if that didn't happen, at least I knew that there was at least a little bit of interest in those cities when I was going there. So if it wasn't this time, it would be the next time. So even though it's a self-produced tour, I'm still putting myself in the touring teacher ring, which is all going to pay off later. Yeah. And you don't know how it's going to pay off later for me. I mean, I'm going to a studio in a couple of weeks that actually didn't hire me back in 2018 when I said I was coming, but I got to meet the owner and then I got to meet, you know, the dancers and, you know, they started following me on social media and saw what I was doing. And that said, oh, now not only do we want you to teach here when you're here, we'll actually bring you in for a week to work with our students. So it was a really good investment for me to be like, oh, if I just, you know, put myself out there, maybe there will be something to latch on to later on. Or maybe we can build a connection now that can pay off later. So that's huge. Yes, plan it, but then also tell people what you're doing. This is the social proof part of it, right? I'm not just going to do a teaching tour and not tell anyone if I want people to know that this is something I do, right? Of course you can and not tell anyone. It's doesn't have to be everyone's business, but my goal was for people to see me in that light, right? So the next thing I had to do, I said I was doing it. I had a couple of places lined up based on people I already knew. Like I said, no new places. In LA, I even like bought studio space and said I'm teaching here. But that's the thing you have to do now. You have to do it. So once you plan it, you figure out as many details as you can, you tell people you're going to do it, you put yourself on the hook, the last thing you need to do is actually do it. It's the follow through. So what you need to understand about this is that you might not make a lot of money on this. You might actually break even. And there's even a possibility that when you're doing a self-produced tour, you might actually lose money. So being very smart on the front end is going to be important. But understand that's not about making money. The goals and benefits aren't solely around how much cash you can make. For me on this tour with my friend Owen, I really wanted to, one, go on this road trip. I had nothing else to do, and I thought it would be a really fun experience to share with him. Um, and it was actually one of our first, like, uh, friendship-like things. We went to Guatemala once. We've done a bunch of different trips together. Um, but... You know, like I said, it's the people you meet. It's the connections you make, right? And past that, 
You show people what you can slash want to do. People need, I've said this before, but you, people need to see what they're getting before they get it, right? Before they invest in it. So for me, I wanted to be a touring teacher. And then I was, right? I made it myself. No one said, Brandon, it's, I'm your manager now and we're going to get you booked on all these tours. No, I just said, I'm just going to do it and figure it out, right? And that's what it takes. It takes action because the fear of, not doing it, the fear of not getting hired, the fear of possibly not making any money the first time, all of that is very real. And I mean, like I said, on this 2018 trip, I think I broke even through, you know, meals and gas and doing all these different things. I definitely did not make money on it, but it paid off later on. And I now can consider myself in that ring of touring teachers. I'm like, yeah, I do this. And whether I, you know, proclaim it myself, what happened years after was people started uh, treating me that way, right? They started treating me that way by bringing me in, flying me in, um, doing all these things that I wanted. But it would not have happened, I believe, if I didn't do it myself first. Um, So I hope this episode is helpful for you or hopefully even inspires you to build something of your own. Um, That's the only way it's ever going to happen. It's You're never going to be a touring teacher if you don't just do it yourself, right? Sure, people might hire you out of the blue every once in a while, but if you want to do something more consistently or there's a certain really specific uh, niche you want to meet in this dance world, just go ahead and build it yourself and then let other people learn how to deal with it or how to make it happen for you, yeah? Um, But like I said, I hope this was helpful. If you have questions about this, I love you know, diving into, you know, the details of all this, please reach out on social media at Breaking the Wall Podcast on Instagram. Um, You can also reach out to me personally at it's Brandon Coleman. As always, sharing these episodes is a huge favor to me. So if you can and are willing and love these episodes, please go ahead and do that. A rating of five stars and a really nice review on Apple Podcasts is also appreciated. Have a great day, everyone, and I will see you in another episode. Bye.